Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. I'm Ken Lewis, the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And uh, in the studio this morning, our Heart of the Athlete is uh, a cross-country distance runner over at Northwest Nazarene, uh, Mr. Peyton Brothers. Peyton, welcome to the show this morning. Oh, uh, good morning. Uh, thanks for having me here this morning. Well, it's been great. I know we've been uh, wanting to uh, get you on the air for a while, haven't we, Peyton? And <laughs> I'm glad you were able to make the time to, to that th- th- this worked out. I know you got a busy schedule with going to school and... And uh, the indoor season has just finished, and uh, now the outdoor season is just upon us here, and uh, uh, first part of March. So, so how, how you been dealing with all the weather uh, and all the workouts and stuff like that? How's you and your team doing with do, handling all that and coping with that? Uh, well, um, I, I even though I live in Idaho, I've never really enjoyed snow, but uh, we just kind of run through it. Um, the rain and stuff's not too bad. Sometimes the wind can be frustrating. But, uh-huh. Yeah. We get through it. So you're a junior at, at NNU. And what's your major? Uh, business administration. Oh, cool. Yep. All right. And uh, you've been involved with FCA for a long time. I uh, Your your dad used to teach and coach out at CUNA High School, and that's where I was. That's where we got to know each other. And uh, I know we when you, were a, when you were a young kid, we used to have – high school fca parties at your house do you remember those <laughs> uh faintly yeah <laughs> used to be the uh great basketball games in the backyard and uh and yep, your court yep. that you guys had and and uh great wrestling matches in the front in the front room so with all those all those high school kids from cuna all those cavemen back in the day so well hey tell us a little bit i i know that you in high school what what sports did you do in high school because i know you you moved from cuna to to over to Napa Christian at some point in there, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, when I transitioned, I um, in in the uh, fall instead of doing football, uh, I switched over to cross country um, when I went to high school. And then um, my main sport at the time was basketball, and then I ran track like usual on top of that. But yep. Yeah, I know you guys have some great teachers and great coaches over there at Napa yes. Christian, yep. and uh, uh, I know that. Track and field wise, boy, you guys have had just a, a tremendous, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. heritage and and legacy over there with uh, uh, the coaches and uh, and then basketball. You guys had some good runs too. In fact, I just came across a old newspaper clipping that I had had. I had, I'd saved this years ago, probably like three or four years ago, and this was a game that Napa Christian was playing Ontario at a tournament or something, right? And it had you you scored like forty five points or something in this one game. Is that right? Some something like that happened. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. And that was that your junior year or senior year? Oh, uh, that was my senior year over uh, Christmas break. So, so that's cool. The Lord had, had brought you basketball and cross country. Yep. And uh, it sounds like you you know enjoyed playing both, right? Competing yep. in both. Yep. I I loved both of them. Um, I always grew up wanting to uh, pursue basketball, but uh, I guess the Lord had different plans for me because I'm a distance runner now. So, right, and so, so growing up, growing up uh, in a Christian home, yep. when, when was it that you turned your life over to Christ and, and really surrendered to Him? 
Um, I remember uh, just like growing up and as a kid committing my life to Jesus Christ, but um, but I think the the trouble with that is because you start out a Jesus follower, then um, it can kind of com- be confusing at times if if you truly are following Him or not, you know, because there's not a big contrast between oh this is who I was before you know before this is who I am now but um I would say really my um towards the the end of high school um getting into college is where I really began to um develop a real relationship with God and and Jesus and pursue him I know it's it is it is hard you know you're growing up in a total Christian environment and going to Christian school um you know, making your faith, your relationship yeah. with Jesus real. And, uh, well, that's neat. So the end of your high school, early yeah. college days. And then how did you end up? I know a lot of a lot of kids, you know, when they leave high school, they're maybe looking for a different experience, maybe yeah. to go outside state or yeah. uh, or to go, you know, go to a different school away from their hometown. So NNU really wasn't on your radar because of that, right? You were looking to else, maybe go out of state, go elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. So I, I grew up in around the Nampa Nampa area so it was like um NNU I was familiar with and I like was that was kind of like the last place on the map <laughs> to start with I wanted just, to just cuz it was so close to home yeah, and your mom yeah, and dad just both it was went close. there too right yeah yeah exactly it was like that's what mom and dad did I can't I can't follow in their footsteps you know <laughs> so I got to go somewhere else you know but um I guess I came and visited and and went and took a tour, which really, um, I had already kind of been to all the buildings and stuff like that, so it wasn't really a tour. Yeah, you knew the campus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, just really um, connecting with, um, they used to, when you're recruited and you come to the campus, you get to hang out with the players and stuff. So I really got to sit down, talk with the distance coach, um, Jake Perry, and um, strike up conversation and just like, I I just knew that... um, he was a nice guy, and then he was going to take care of me if I went there, and so that was quite a pull that way. So, well, and and we and I know too. I mean, he's, he's he is a great guy, but yeah. he also loves Jesus. And yes. I know that he, you know, God used him to create a culture on that team mm-hmm. that was very attractive to you as far yep. as being a Christ follower. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Our uh, our team kind of yeah, we definitely strike up those. Uh, discussions about christ and jesus and we don't really uh have to shy away from them we really just um there's just an openness to talk about all that stuff which is cool so well that's great and then jake has just felt a calling to to leave coaching for a while and yeah. so you now you have ben gall coach ben gall who used yeah. to he uh i know he ran his college days at eastern oregon university up there in the grand yeah he followed coach spats here and then ben coached here in the early 2000s to probably about I'm not sure, 2006, 2007, yep. somewhere in there. And then uh, went to California. Yep, to, to CBU. Were, yeah, so. to Cal Baptist. And has done a, did a phenomenal job down there <laughs> yeah. with, the, with the guys and girls team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he won um, nationals or went to nationals quite a few times. Right. So it's kind of like he comes here, it's like no pressure. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, but. so Cal Baptist I think has moved. They're on their way to move to D1. Yeah, yep. So they're in a transition, so they're actually D1, but they can't compete um, at nationals and stuff yet because there's a transition phase. So, and so Ben and his family, they decide to move back to Nampa mm-hmm. and take the spot. And so now you've got Coach 
Ben Gall. And yeah. So you got your first two years in college under Jake, and now you yeah. have Ben. So what has that been? I, has that been a, a good transition? Uh, both those guys love the Lord. Um, yeah. So, like, at first when we heard Jake was leaving, like, we were like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to run next year. Like, it <laughs> was like, bummed, yeah, man. because it's like Jake would give us, like, one-on-one meetings or we could always go to him, you know, if there was, like, conflict or issues and stuff. And so it was just, like, to have a different coach, like, and be missing that part. Like, most of us were like, we can't do that, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um we we uh when we finally like met Ben and he uh we went through those first few weeks and stuff like that you could tell that it was like okay we got another solid guy so it'll be all right yeah god's got this so. yep yep well i you know personally i'm really excited about having ben and his family up here and i know I got to know ben when i first came on staff with fca yep. and when he was assistant coach here with coach spats and mm-hmm. just to you know i just appreciate the, the the, the brother in Christ that he is to yep. us. And I know Ben's, uh, even though he was living in California, coaching Col- Cal Baptist, he would, he'd drive up in the summers to help work the FCA camp. Yeah. So, and, and back, and, and speaking <laughs> of FCA, you, you've been involved in FCA for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Funny story is, so I was a huddle leader this, um, this last year in the summertime. And I actually, uh, I saw uh, coach call and we didn't know he was no, he hadn't been the coach yet. Um, and nobody knew yet, but, um, I knew that he was a potential, so I went up, shook his hand, and we kind of just had like a conversation and stuff like that. In no terms that he was going to be my coach next year, so it was kind of funny that that's funny <laughs> transition in, into that. But yeah, I used to go as a camper. Yeah, so I, you came in junior high, first part of your high school years, came, yeah. and you did what sport at FCA um, camp? I did basketball. So, what kind of impact did that make on you as a young athlete? You yeah, know, trying to be a Christ follower and and implement Jesus into you into everything that you did. Yeah. I remember my first year it being kind of weird because it wasn't something that I was like used to or it was like I was really busy and stuff like that. But um, the last last two years, it's like you get used to the culture and the feel of of the camp and then you just really are able to dive in and unplug and um, meet new people or find friends that you haven't seen in a year. And it's just been like an awesome experience. And then there's just some powerful speakers that come in and give their testimonies and stuff like that that's right last year we had uh helen marulis olympic gold medalist that yeah. spoke one of the nights and then uh, dan russell ben corson uh, yeah so and we're already planning we're planning for camp this summer in june and uh, folks if you're interested in this camp that peyton's talking about it's june 24th through Ju- uh, june 28th right here in nampa at the campus of NNU, and uh, you can get more information on our website at fcaidaho.org. And and so this last summer, you came and served at camp as a college athlete, and we call those huddle leaders. So you had a small group. Describe what you did in that small group. You had some different things, different responsibilities, but you also got to do some some Bible studies, some small group stuff a couple times a day, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I was in charge of uh, six... um, Five of them were going from middle school to high school, and then one of them had already been a freshman in high school. So eighth and ninth graders. Yep, yep. So it was just basketball playing. players. Is that yes, what? Okay. yeah. So they put me in charge of the basketball players. So um, it was it was a neat experience, and it was just kind of cool just to see um, the difference, or like to know that you know I used to be in their shoes and stuff like that. And so um, it was kind of cool just to um, help direct them. Um, Every once, every, like, two times, three times a day, um, I got to lead a devotional, you know, and kind of just uh, open up 
about um, Jesus, you know, and how we can we can involve Jesus and our relationship with Him in sports, so. right, in every part of our life. And I know that um, uh, it's it's super impactful to the college athletes that yeah. come each and every year. We've tried to make it a camp actually for college athletes. We've added an extra day on the front end and an extra day on the back end of the training uh, that's before and after the camp. And so, thank you for for taking the time to come do that last summer and uh um i know that's super impactful uh in a lot of ways um we just uh uh you know state wrestling was just last weekend and um there was uh, two wrestlers that met in the in the uh the two or actually the three a one one wrestler from homedale and uh uh another wrestler from Kim- kimberly met in the finals at the yeah. 120 pound classification and uh, both those guys have been to FCA camp numerous really? times. They've been wow. workout partners in the wrestling portion of this <laughs> camp here, and at, and at, they're at, in the state and they're in the state finals. Wow. And what's crazy about this story, Peyton, is that these guys started. They've been praying for each other all season long. Wow. Little did they know that they'd meet each other in the state finals, but they've been praying for each other because they mm. became friends at FCA camp, and That's God powerful. just brought this brotherhood, this kinship between them because of. You know, bring them here because of wrestling. But so what was cool is that the match was pretty close. It went down to ten seven, and the wrestler from Homedale won. But they spent five minutes praying for each other wow. after the match. And uh, you know, a lot of people are like, "Man, what's going on? What are those guys doing?" You know. <laughs> and, but God just brought this special, um, this special relationship, mm-hmm. and, and they like they've been praying for each other the whole season, all the way through the tournament. And they both said, "Hey, if." If I'm going to lose to anybody, I want it to be you. That's awesome. And wow. they gave it their all. It was a close match. and um, So that's really exciting, isn't it, mm-hmm. to hear those kind of stories yep. and how yep. God can bring that, you know, that, you know, he really, God is the creator. He created mm-hmm. sport, you know. He created, you know, in the in the New Testament, Paul and Peter, they both talk about how the, the creation can lead us to the creator. Um, and so it was just neat to hear about that. So. Yeah. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here on Harvard Athlete, we're visiting uh, this morning with uh, NNU distance runner Peyton Brothers. I grew up in this area in the Cuna and Nampa area. So, well, Peyton, I know you. Um, not only have you been, in, you've gone to FCA camp as a as a, a junior high and high school athlete, but then also you've served there as a college yeah. athlete. But you're involved with FCA here on the campus of NNU. Um, Many people might think, oh, NNU, it's a Christian school. Yeah. Christian college or Christian high school. Why FCA? You know, why would you want FCA there? So what about for you? What's drawn you to continue to be involved with this ministry? How, you know, what what has God done to you and your Mm -hmm. heart and your life? But then secondly, the second part of this question is why, why be involved to, to see yeah. other athletes get involved. Yeah, so like, um, especially in college, you can kind of tend to get like, because you're around your sport team so much, you kind of get in that circle, you know, and it's not a bad thing, because, I mean, you guys were flying on planes and taking trips together, like, we're close, right? Right, you want you want good yeah. team cohesion with yeah. the team. But um, it's just a chance to um, get past those borders and just be really intentional about um, connecting to other athletes, you know, and then, um, and then getting the bigger picture of why we do sports, you know, or just asking questions like, what's the reason we compete or beat our bodies or put put ourselves through all this strain, you know, if it's just to get a trophy at the end of the day, like, I mean, that that's cool in the moment, but um, 
when you can't compete anymore, when it's all over, like, what, how do you go on from there, you know what right. I mean? And so it's kind of just talking about those different ideas right. and having um, speakers that have um, had success or have great um, testimonies to come and share just their different um, experience with sports and how they connect that to Christ. So. so you're part of a leadership team here at NNU with some other college athletes, and you got quite a few representatives from almost every single sport now, don't yep. you, on that leadership team? Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, so we have a leadership team, and we try to get um, different people from different sports just to get um, different perspective and to draw people in, you know. And, um, yeah, it's they just help cool. recruit Yeah, athletes. and so um, as in on FCA at NNU, uh, we meet once every other Monday, but on those off meetings where we don't meet with the whole group, we're being with the leadership team, and it's just really cool just to uh, just to invest and and have a small circle of athletes um, and just really dig into how you doing, man? Um, yeah. How's the sport going? You know, or if someone's going through an injury, just being able to pray with them and stuff like that. So yeah, because you got lots of lots of struggles, lots of challenges with academics and yep. maybe things going on at home or in relationships here or or the sport. And um, so, well, that's neat. Well, I, you know, I just want to say on behalf of FCA, thank you for being involved. Thanks for your time. I know it. you got a busy schedule. And uh, so, um, well, I know that, uh, that one thing about FCA that really is drawn, that, that I have really been attracted to, you know, because I used to, you know, yeah. be a teacher out there with your, your dad out there at CUNA. And, uh, but our one thing that really drew me to FCA um, was just its stance on the Bible. Yeah, I know that's that's been a it's been a key thing for you too, and mm-hmm. you know, um, and I know that's one thing you guys try to really communicate at FCA here at NNU yeah. on Monday nights, right? Yeah, so like, um, it's so tough because in the world we live in today, it's just like we we judge everything. You know, uh, somebody's in a sport, like, okay, what's their time? You know, how 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 good are they in the yeah, sport? Let's focus on performance. You know, let's or, focus on performance. You yeah. know, or you know, what's the uh, what's the output you know we we want results and stuff like that and so um just fca's stance in the bible is just so nice because it's like let's let's get out of that judgmental standpoint let's just let's just read the bible take it how it is you know Mm -hmm. and how do we apply that and i just oh man i enjoy that so much so yeah you know in the beginning was the word Mm -hmm. and when it was with god and the word is god yeah and we uh i mean we stand on that i I know that you and i've had a lot of conversations about that and it's uh we uh, um, we're well, just, just excited about the fact of you know taking the Bible like you're saying yep. the literal meaning of it from Genesis chapter yep. one verse one all the way through the entire Bible and believe in what God said. Yep, and it's just the fact that it is such an old book. It really is, you know, and that it can be translated so many times, and I can read it, and it's just like man, that that speaks to me right now today. You know. Yeah. Well, and. It, it, I say God spoke through it, but He speaks like He said. He speaks every day yeah, through it. The yeah. living Word of God. Yep. And uh, uh, what are some passages, maybe that on that are some of your favorites, so, or or maybe some things that God has spoken to you recently that that you've just really grasped onto God's Word. Um, I I went through First uh, Corinthians, and um, <laughs> Paul's talking to the Corinthian church, and they had a lot of. Uh, a lot of issues in that church, and so um, what he's trying to do is go through and 
correct, just the different things, you know, and he starts it off with, you know, it's not about, you know, Paul or who follows Peter or who follows Apollos. It's like, it's about following Christ, you know, and um, that's that's huge because then it's just like, um, even even with me, you know, if I start leading people, it's like, no, don't don't follow me, follow Christ, you know, and it's just that fact that, you know, even something like Corinthians, you know, um, is so relevant today, or or the different issues going on that in that church then like apply today and stuff like um like it talks about um not eating meat from temples and there's this there's this discussion of should they eat the meat at the temple you know <laughs> and Paul gives them a yes and no you know he says you, you know maybe on your own it's okay mm-hmm. but if an unbelie if it, somebody that's new in the faith sees you because um, back then they only served meat at the temples mm-hmm. and so you'd have to go to the temple to get the meat and so if you're a Christian, you knew that um, those gods aren't real, so it's like, sure, like let me go get the meat, you know, because mm-hmm. that's the only place you can get it. But like what Paul was saying is like, what happens if someone's new in the faith sees you go to that temple? They could think that you're worshiping that god, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, even things like that can apply to where it's like, you know, maybe there's certain things that I can do in my faith, right? But if other people are around, maybe there's certain things that I shouldn't do, right? You know, and it's just like different ideas like that. So it puts it puts it back on on the person yep. and who feels the liberty to to do a certain thing or whatever. Yep. But it puts it back on them in terms of of what you know what might be profitable for the yep. kingdom. Yeah, yeah, it might be exactly. permi- it might be permissible. You could do it. Yeah, it's not a sin. But it might cause somebody else to stumble. So yep. I, I and I think being sensitive to the spirit is a key to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in our culture today, and maybe this has been going on for the last 15, 20 years, maybe longer, but it's it's like, you know, whatever makes you, yeah. ple- whatever you feel pleasure, go ahead and do it, you know, yeah. and it's crept into the church. For sure. It's crept into Christian yeah. circles, and, uh, but I feel like, uh, I, I totally agree with you, because I feel like, um, I mean, I've been convicted of something, mm-hmm. some of those things too, is like, if it can cause somebody to stumble, you know, say like alcohol, I mean, it, yeah. uh, there's, I mean, it's definitely not a sin, but alcoholism would mm-hmm. is, is destroyed a lot of. I mean, the Bible families. says, "Don't it, get drunk," right? Right, and, the, and then it leaves it there. Right. What's that mean? You know, and alcohol is kicking our butt in a lot of ways. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and, for sure. and culturally, and so, um, and for somebody who's struggled with that in their family, or, or suffered mm-hmm. abuse, or saw that happen to somebody else in their yeah. family, and there was it destroyed people's family, and they they see that happen mm-hmm. in another Christian brother or sister. Uh, you're right. It, it's it, it it can really affect. Mm-hmm. It could affect them. And uh, I think what Paul talks about in terms of doing things for the sake of the gospel. Yep, is so important. So, well, that's cool. Any other passages that have that God's really spoke to you? I know we just my, got about um, a minute here left yeah, in the show. My uh, my favorite book, my favorite person in the Bible is got to be Samuel. Mm-hmm. Um, just the fact that he's a boy and he's given away to the temple, you know, and doesn't even give it with his mom. What a bummer, right? And then all Sorry, of a sudden... his mom yeah. dedicated and promised him to that. All yeah. of a sudden, what he realizes is, man, I'm right next to the Ark of God where he's located, mm-hmm. you know? And it just, just the story just draws me in because it's like Eli, this religious, due to the time, you know, um, was right next to the Ark but numb to it, where Samuel wanted to be, wanted to come as close as he could to God, mm-hmm. you know, 
but he didn't even know his voice to where he had to go to Eli and ask for it. Mm-hmm. So just like that, that verse gets the, that passage right there gets me every time. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Well, Peyton, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show to be able to record this. You yep. know, just what God is doing in your life, and uh, thank you for taking the time to do this. And uh, it's a just a, it's been great to not only know you as a young young kid and be friends with my 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 kids but then to see you grow up as a yep. young man of god and just and what you're doing we appreciate what you're doing on the campus and in you and being a leader there and at camp and and uh so thanks so much it's a blessing to have you on the show today oh thanks for having me ken well folks if you're interested in getting more information about the camp that peyton was talking about that he went to as a camper back in the day and also served last summer um you can that's june 24th through the 28th of of uh june here at nnu and um so well thanks again peyton you can get more information at fcaidaho.org thanks peyton thanks for listening today if you are interested in getting involved with fca or would like to donate to the fca ministry you can contact us through the fca idaho website at fcaidaho.org Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.